Hey family, it's Coach Josh here again on the Daily Play for you. And today's Daily Play is for the men. As we always do every Monday, we talk about things that are barely mentioned about men. And today we're going to talk about why men must pray. Again, why men must pray. Before we get into the video, make sure you go ahead and pause it and go to my website, IamUnplugged.com forward slash worksheet. And there you'll be able to download today's worksheet. But if you're watching this video many days later and, and it's not at the time of the upload, go to my website, hit the uh, uh, menu tab and go to search entire site type in the title of this video and you'll be able to get that worksheet there but as everyone is coming in for those who are brand new you're like man i like this guy's vibe it's cool make sure you subscribe hit that bell for those who's been a part of my community for a while go ahead and like comment and share i would love um to see what you get from this video as well as for those who are new i would love to have you a part of my community but let's get right into my main thought for today's topic and we got a lot of things to cover fellas so let's get right into it my main thought is this Men ought always to pray. Again, men ought always to pray. I got three talking points that we got to go over that's going to really help us really process this part, uh, uh, concept when it comes to prayer. And it's this, um, what is prayer, why men must pray, and how to increase your prayer life. Again, what is prayer, why men must pray, and how to increase your prayer life. Let's get in right into what is prayer. Let's get to the point. Prayer is proper communication with God. It is a dialogue, not a monologue. Prayer is proper communication with God. It is a dialogue, not a monologue. When it comes to prayer, fellas, you have to understand that God has the right way for us to pray. And, and, and rooted in our prayer should be genuineness. It should be honesty. It should be the desire for fellowship. And unfortunately, a lot of men don't know how to pray. Unfortunately, men don't pray. Some men don't pray due to fatherlessness. Some men don't pray because they don't have time for God. But it's very important that you as a man know how to pray because who you are in the home who you will be in the home. You have to know how to talk to God and get instructions and know how to have the right disposition and the mindset and the wherewithal to be able to know what's all needed for you to know to lead your family and to lead yourself. Uh, prayer is proper communication with God. It is a dialogue, not a monologue, meaning that prayer is a conversation. Prayer should be rooted in fellowship. Prayer is not just something that I do uh, for points. It's not something I do just to, just to vent and to process. Prayer is an opportunity for you to hear back. Prayer is a dialogue. It's fellowship. It's, it's communication. No relationship thrives without communication. If you want your relationship with God to thrive, communicate with him and, and, and have a disposition position that is willing to hear from him. So many of us, we want to um, 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 tell God how we feel, etc. and etc. And that's cool, but that's one-sided. Men ought to pray. And, 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 and part of prayer is listening, is hearing back, is having a still life, etc. Now let's talk about why men must pray. We got four points that spells the word pray. Why men must pray. Number one, P, why men must pray to develop their personal issue of God and to protect what is under their care. Why men must pray, number one P, to develop their personal relation with God. Keyword personal. You can't rely on your father's prayer life. You can't rely on your mother's prayer life. You can't rely on the fact that you had a praying grandmother. You got to pray to develop your own personal relationship with God. God wants a personal relationship with you. He wants to get to know you as a man. And I don't care uh, how your life was in regards to fatherlessness. I don't care how your life was, whatever it is and how your view of God is. God desires to have a personal relationship with you. 
So why men must pray so that you can develop your personal relationship with God so that you will increase in sensitivity, so that you will increase in self-awareness, so that you'll be able to increase in, in love, joy, peace, etc., so that you can increase in, in focus and in fruitfulness. Men must pray because, man, you got to make sure that your personal relationship with God is not just surviving, but it's thriving. The second part of that of why men must pray so that they can protect what is under their care. Men must always be on a post. Listen, fellas, man, if you don't want um, to pray, then don't then don't uh, seek women into your life. Don't seek a wife. Don't seek children. Don't seek a position. Because if any type of position that you walk into or strive to have, you gotta pray at that post. God, what is what is what is what is what is in my scope? God, what demonic spirits are around? God, what is what what are the people involved? Prayer is communicate with God and to ensuring that you operate effectively in that position or whatever position that you hold, so that you can protect what's under your care. A lot of men don't pray because they think that they are in their own ability able to protect. No, you need God's insight. You need God's um, viewpoint from his vantage point, letting you know, hey, son, be aware of this. Hey, son, move like this in this position. Grow in this area so that you can lead well. So why men must pray so they can develop their own personal relationship with God and to protect what is under their care. Number two R, why men must pray. Because spiritual warfare is real. <laughs> spiritual warfare is real. No soldier in the army or in a army is disconnected from their commander in chief, is disconnected from their governor. Oh, not governor, but they general. You see what I'm saying? So men must always pray because warfare is real. The enemy is always looking for an opportunity to ruin your life. The mission statement of hell is to steal, kill, and destroy. And its ultimate objective is to destroy your purpose and de demasculate you as a man. There is a war right now against masculinity. There is a war right now against manhood. And if you don't know how to pray, you will be decapitated as a man and you won't be effective in your position. Listen, because the enemy knows if I can break the man, I can break the home. If I break the home, I can break the community. If I can break the community, I can break the nation. If I can break the nation, I can break the world. It starts with the man. And if you don't understand that, that warfare is real, you won't pray. I always pray because I know that I am a threat to the devil's agenda about manhood. You are a threat, a Bible-believing, Bible-toting, Bible-walking man is a man who is a threat to the structure of society. God did not go to Eve first. He went to Adam. Even though, even though Eve ate first, God went to Adam. Adam ate the fruit second. So by law, by not by, by law, but by um, um, uh, uh, operation of action, Eve should have got in trouble first. But by him being ahead, the enemy knew, let me go through his weaker vest. Let me go through the weak point of that man, which is the woman, and get that man to fall. That's why you got to make sure that you love God more than anything and anyone so that not anyone or anything can pass your fruit and cause you to be uh, excommunicated from your garden, from the area that you're supposed to tend. Warfare is real and is real against men. Look at the state of manhood now. Fatherless is at all time high. Uh, uh, metrosexualism, feminism is at all time high. Men don't even know how to carry themselves as a man. You see what I'm saying? So there's a war out there against man. And that's why, man, that's why you got to always pray. Because wherever you are as a Bible-believing, spirit-filled, Christ-following, father-honoring man, 
You are a threat to the enemy's agenda of demasculating de uh, de men. Why men are always to pray? A, to increase their awareness or in other words, increase their discernment and sensitivity. Why men are always to pray? To increase your awareness, make you sensitive so that you can, not sensitive in a negative way, but sensitivity in spirit. Were you able to discern what's around you? The more you engage with God, the more your mind becomes like his, the more your emotions are still and the more open the world around you becomes. Now you're able to sense the demonic spirits in the room. Now you're able to discern or become aware of opportunities and what opportunities to pass on and what opportunities to uh, to take on. You see what I'm saying? So prayer, why men are always to pray is that as you increase fellowship of God, you're able to, within a split second, able to notice what God already foreknow, foreknew. That's why it's important for men to pray so that you can always stay sensitive. That's why I want to also talk about Gideon. It kind of goes with these two points, the R and the A. Um, notice when um, uh, Gideon had his army, he had about 30,000 or so men. And then he, then of course, the men dropped down a significant number and God brought, God told Gideon to bring the men by the water. And you'll know which one are your soldiers by how they drink the water. Some men went to the water and just completely doved their face into the water and drank. The other men, as they, while they're being alert, they brought the water to them as they kept their head on a swivel. God said, choose the men that brought the water and kept their eyes at watch. Why did God choose them? Because they he understood that these men are aware that they are in war. Many men, when they get to a place of comfort, they stop praying. When they get to a place of comfort or a moment of refreshment, they dive completely deep into the water. But God said, man, I don't care what water I bring you to. You got to continue to watch. That's why the Bible says, watch and pray, lest you too fall into temptation. And the importance of that is... It's understanding that warfare is real and make sure that you need to increase your sensitivity and your awareness because even in this life, and this life more abundantly through Christ, no matter how much money you make, no matter how successful you are, do not dive into those moments of refreshment. Don't completely dive in into that season where you don't pray anymore because that's when you are you know, most vulnerable, when you are seasons of peace, seasons of prosperity, season of promotion. And most men, they say, I don't got to pray no more. I've gotten to this place that I prayed for and they dive their head completely deep into the water, idolizing the moment of refreshment, but not, but losing sight of the realities of that they're still in war. Just because you get money, the warfare don't stop. It increases. Just because you get a wife doesn't mean the warfare stop. It increases no matter what promotion you get, new levels, new devils. And so what you have to understand as a man, I got to always stay in a place of prayer. I cannot just dive my head in my new career dive my head in my new job, dive my head, dive my head, not dive my head, but dive your head and your hair becomes the dye of the water that you're in. I can't just dive my head into the refreshing season. I got to bring it to myself and keep my head on a swivel because I know that season of prosperity is where I'm the most vulnerable. That's why men ought to always pray, to increase their awareness, or in other words, increase their discernment and sensitivity, where you're able to say, you know what, something is just not right about this, that you're not so stone-hearted, stone-coated, you see what I'm saying, about and so adamant about a thing, that you want that thing, and your heart is hard, and it's grieved the spirit, where you're not able to be guided by the spirit. Last but not least, why men must pray, why? to stay yielded to God. Why men must ought always to pray to stay humble. 
stay yielded. No, 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 no. I'm going, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get caught up in my pride because pride comes for a fall. No, no, no. I'm going to continue to pursue fellowship with the Father. I'm going to stay yielded. Mm -mm. I pray so that I can always stay sensitive so the Holy Spirit can always check me and say, hey, man, stay here. Stay at his feet. Stay following him. Stay consistent. Stay with it. Prayer is a discipline. You got to stay with it because you are, because when you are, when you understand that it's a discipline, you understand because you understand destiny. You understand um, responsibility. You understand what comes with being a man. That's why I always pray. Prayer is not just like, uh, um, I, I got to go to a closet or whatever. And that's good. There's two types of prayer that I do. There's prayer where I go into the furnace to be refined and I, and the prayer of fellowship. Prayer of fellowship is when I'm just throughout my day. I talk to God. I, I, I pray more than two or three hours a day because I talk to God like he's in the car with me, like, like he's in my heart with me. I talk to him. So by the time you calculate the time to talk with God, it may not be three hours in one setting, but I don't know how many, how long I pray. Because I'm, I'm talking to God all the time. But there's also a type of prayer where I go into the furnace to get refined, to get uh, uh, renewed, where I just just kind of just get cleaned and relax and rest. And, and so I can be uh, uh, filled with rest going out into my day. And we'll talk about prayer probably on Tuesday, not this Tuesday, but on a Tuesday where I go deeper in how we all should pray and really break prayer down. But this is for men and why men ought always to pray. Now, a scripture that I want to read that I love, man, when it comes to prayer or along the lines of prayer that kind of is all encompassing about it is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 21. And it's a text that really echoes um, 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 what prayer should be like or the vibe of prayer and what surrounds it. Um, it says, uh, verse 16, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from evil Abstain from every form of evil. I love this because a lot of these components um, contributes to prayer or gives opportunity for more prayer. And first off, it says rejoice always. That's a form of prayer that, that I'm talking to God. God, I'm thankful, man, that you gave me a new day. God, I'm thankful uh, uh, there, uh, uh, for this or that. There's always something to rejoice about. And that's talking to God. God, I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate you, God. Father, I appreciate you, man, for this, for that. The first thing I do when I wake up and I get on about my day, whatever my eyes lay on in my heart or out of my lips, I say, God, I thank you for that. I thank you for my wife. I thank you for a roof, man. I thank you for strengthening my legs, man. I man, I thank you for my heart still beating, God. Thank you for all 10 of my fingers. It doesn't matter if you're missing two fingers. Thank God for the eight. It doesn't matter what you're missing in life. Rejoice always. Rejoice for the fact that you didn't open your eyes in hell. There's always, no matter what you're going through in life, my man, fellas, there's always something to rejoice about. So start with that. Say, God, I rejoice, man. I thank you. This is the day that you have made. I will choose to rejoice and be glad in it. It says pray without ceasing, meaning that I will never have a season where I cease in praying. And I'm always in prayer because I love my father. I, I'm inspired by his love for me. So therefore, I want to talk to him. Man, I can't wait to go on my long drives by myself. That's when I talk to God the most. I can't wait to be by myself, not necessarily away from my wife, but I get to get to God. And I get to talk to him. I get to vibe with him. And I get ideas and I get concepts. I get understanding. I get revelation. So I never have a season where I cease in praying. 
18 says, give thanks in all circumstances. Meaning like James talks about, count all joy when you go through various trials. You will say, God, man, I see what this test is going to do in me. I welcome this pruning. There's various trials going to make me versatile. So that's a form of communicating with God that I give thanks in all circumstances. That even if you get persecuted for Christ's sake, rejoice in the fact that I get to get persecuted because I follow the truth. It says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. But in 19, it says, do not quench the spirit. Some of us, we quench the spirit. Let the spirit pray through you. Don't live a lifestyle that quenches him or grieves him or hinders him for getting you to that river. When the Holy Spirit leads you to pray, pray. That's why you hear the quote, when you find it the hardest to pray, pray. Don't quench the spirit when he leads you into a place of prayer. When he leads you into a, when, into a place of a creative, a business session with God, don't quench him. Verse 20 says, do not despise prophecy, but test everything. Verse 21 is what I want to get to. Prayer is also about being sensitive enough to test everything. A man should not welcome anything. A man should test everything because of the, of the responsibilities he has. I test every person that comes in my life. I test everything that comes in my life because I'm the front door. I'm the front door. If I'm wide open, I, I leave my family vulnerable. That's why the buck stops with me. So I got to make sure I stay sensitive and test everything because what I open the door for I is going to be opportunities or gives opportunities for the enemy to get to what's behind me. Hold fast what is good. Men, as you pray, as you talk with God, hold fast. Do not allow the negative of life to keep you from praying. Hold fast to what is good because in the, this world system is designed for you to think on the negative. And number 22, abstain from Every form of evil. That's important. Evil deeds hinder us from our bended knees. Because many of us, we suffer in condemnation. Well, I don't want to talk to God. God don't want to hear from me. Look what I did. No, 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 no. Don't let um, 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 uh, evil, sinful deeds keep you from bended knees. Listen, I go pray. I don't care what I did five minutes ago or a day ago. I'm loved by God. Fellas, you have to understand you loved by him. He loved you so much. He sent his son so that he can die and raise and, and be seated before you to have access. One of the most pivotal things that happened during the crucifixion was the tearing of the veil, saying that you no longer need a priest anymore in flesh form for your high priest has fulfilled the assignment, giving you access as a man to go to God. I don't care what you did five minutes ago in front of that computer with that girl um, behind closed doors in corruption. I don't care what you did. God said, man, yo, come to me. So don't, don't, but, but what hinders prayer, what you should do to keep you to stay praying is to abstain from every form of evil so that you won't, won't get so caught up in condemnation that you don't pray. Now, let's talk about how men can increase their prayer life. And I spelled the word life, L-I-F-me, not L-I-F-me, L-I-F-E. Now, how men can increase their prayer life, L, look long and be thankful. How to increase your prayer life, like we said before, look long or take a long look at what God has been, at what has God done for you. Take a long look. Look long. Look long and hard. That didn't increase your prayer life. Look long and hard at your past. Look long and hard at what's around you right now, and you will see the blessings. Unfortunately, we as people, we count burdens. We count burdens first before we count blessings. No, you got to count blessings first. If you count your blessings, you look long and hard at your blessings, you won't have time to count your burdens. God is good. God has always been good. And don't measure goodness based upon what people got a grip on. Just because someone got a bigger house don't mean that house was good for them. Just because that man got a wife don't mean that woman's good for him. 
goodness is 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 absolute because God is absolutely true. So you can't measure goodness by what people has grasped. You measure goodness by the fruit it bears. So you got to look long and be thankful. How men can increase their prayer life? I look inward and in the word. Look inward and in the word to repent and renew your mind. How to increase your prayer life? Look inward. Look inward. Be like, you know what? Because when you're thankful, the goodness of God leads you to repentance, man. You'll say, man, God, Holy Spirit, I welcome you to renew my mind. I repent from this sin. God, I'm going to turn my back from this and I'm going to need your help, Spirit of God. But, but, But you've been so good. I can't live this way. But if you always look outward, before you look uh, uh, inward or upward, you see what I'm saying? Then, then you're just going to think you're okay. No, God still sees your sin and we need to still repent. You know what I'm saying? We got to say, yo, that's wrong. God said, I love you, but that's wrong. If you want to be a better husband, if you want to be a better man, if you want to be a better businessman, if you want to be better at anything, you got to look inward and get rid of that stuff. And he also says, look in the word. If you want to increase your prayer life, look in the word about what prayer means and, and get into it. And then anytime I get in my Bible, prayer bursts. It's natural because when I read the word is alive, it starts invigorating and rejuvenating and starts shaking things in me. And then I now want to get into prayer. F, how how men can increase their prayer life? Look forward. Don't look backwards. Then you look forward. After you looked long, after you looked inward, now you look forward. You look forward into embracing your day because now you got joy. Now you've been strengthened. Now you've been forgiven. Now you feel loved. Now you've always been loved, but but the love is continuing to increase because it's increasing to those areas that was locked in due to unrepentance. And now you look forward. This is the day the Lord has made. I rejoice and be glad. And you look forward to receive the promise of God. You look forward to embrace that day. It's important. That's how you increase your prayer life. Looking forward. Look into the hills from which come your help. Looking into Christ, who is your salvation. Looking forward. How to increase your prayer life. Last but not least, look at everyone connected to you and cover them. That's how you increase your prayer life. Prayer should not always be about you. It should be about who's connected to you. So when you look when you look at everyone, now you say, God, I cover my wife. I cover my children. And then the Holy Spirit will get you in that river to, to prophesy to them and prophesy over them and cover them in prayer and plead the blood and, and, and protect them. You see what I'm saying? So how a man can increase his prayer life? Number one, L, look long and be thankful. I look inward and in the word to repent and renew your mind. F, look forward and embrace your day. And E, look at everyone connected to you and covered. I have an activity for you guys. Go to my website and download it. It's basically talking about, um, uh, basically life for activity is this. I want you to take some time and observe your prayer life and increase it, utilizing the notes above and the worksheet below. Simply, I just want you to think, talk about what are you thankful for? What can you be thankful for? What are some things on the inside of you that needs to talk that you need to talk to God about? But go ahead and download. You'll see um, how this worksheet will be a blessing to you. And I hope it helps, fellas. And fellas, don't stop praying. He loves you, man. Because where there's no prayer, um, you become prey. When you pray, you're not a prey. You see what I'm saying? And so that's why I want you to think about, fellas, that God wants to talk to you. So make time to talk to him today. I love you, fellas, man. You know I do. Like I always say, run the pray, run, run the pray well, and run the play well. Run the pray well, and run the play well. I'll see y'all next time. Man.